This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We have overcast skies, 55 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It's the 2nd of February, 2022. It is Groundhog Day, and what did the groundhog say? I couldn't imagine a better fate. With my shadow I have cast than a long, lustrous six more weeks of winter. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we're going to experience some winter-like weather. We are under a winter storm warning going into effect tonight and lasting through tomorrow night. We've got a 60% chance of rain today, mostly before noon. And this is about as warm as it's going to be today, 55. By noon, we'll see the temperature fall into the upper 40s. By 5 o'clock tonight, our temperature 39 degrees. And we could see some freezing rain begin before midnight. That will last overnight as we'll have an overnight low of 25, a wind chill as low as 17. And early Thursday, freezing rain and sleet are possible. Turning over to a mixture of snow and sleet mid-morning and snow in the afternoon. Thursday's high only 28 with wind chills as low as 15. 50% chance of snow Thursday night. Should end by about 10 o'clock. Overnight our low 20 degrees with cloudy skies. Then we'll see sunshine Friday, a high of 38. Friday night's low 14 under clear skies. And Saturday we'll warm up to 41 with sunshine. Right now it's overcast, 55 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to congratulate our employee of the day. It is Melinda Lentz at Moralton Intermediate School. Obituaries this morning. Lou Elder Mall, age 88 of Moralton, died Monday, January 31st. She was a member of Sacred Heart Church and a past member of the Sacred Heart Altar Society. She graduated from Perryville High School in 1950, was co-owner of Mall's Cafe prior to her 27 years at Levi Strauss & Company. She is survived by her children, Sheila R. Willis, Ruby A. Shoesmith, Raymond C. Mall Jr., and Rhonda K. Mall Robin, all of Moralton, seven grandchildren, and 13 great-grandchildren. She was preceded in death by her husbands, Raymond Mall and Henry Mall. Funeral service for Lou Elder Mall will be held Friday, February 4th at 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel, with Reverends Jack Harris and Joseph Friend officiating. The service will also be available through live stream. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Memorials may be made to Sacred Heart Capital Campaign at 506 East Broadway in Moralton, zip 72110. Albert Murray Murphy, age 88, of Plummerville, died Friday, January 28th. Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Steve McCann and Brother Mike Jones officiating. Burial will be at Plummerville Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 734, we're under a winter storm warning starting tonight through Thursday night. 55 degrees with overcast skies right now. Expecting rain throughout the day with our temperature falling throughout the day. Freezing rain expected to start around midnight. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, overcast and 55 degrees at the KVOM studios. A winter storm warning or winter storm watch is in effect for most of Arkansas, including a warning for our local area beginning late tonight and extending through Thursday evening. The latest models from the National Weather Service predict a winter storm system approaching from the west bringing ice accumulations of two-tenths to one-half of an inch, with locally higher amounts possible. Sleet and snow accumulations of a dusting to around an inch are also possible. The Weather Service warns that this wintry weather will likely cause hazardous travel conditions. Dave Parker, Public Information Officer with the Arkansas Department of Transportation, says it's best to stay home and off the roads at least through Friday morning if possible. We are asking that during that period, roughly from Wednesday night, late Wednesday night, into Friday morning, that you uh, stay home, stay safe, stay warm, stay off the roadways, let us get out there and do the job that uh, you have hired us to do. Uh, We do want to stress again that uh, ice brings different concerns. Uh, Just a little bit of ice can cause a lot of problems. So be patient with us, uh, stay home if you can, and uh, we'll get the job done. Along with hazardous travel conditions, ice accumulations can lead to widespread power outages. Entergy Arkansas is staging crews, equipment and supplies in areas of the state likely to be the hardest hit. Extra weight on power lines caused by snow and ice can cause them to fall or stretch, possibly causing power interruptions. While Entergy Arkansas manages growth of trees and bushes near electrical equipment, one half inch of ice can increase the weight of a tree limb as much as 30 times, causing even smaller limbs to bend or snap, falling onto power lines and causing an outage. Dennis Cavanaugh with the National Weather Service says it's important to be prepared at your home or business for the freezing weather and possible power outages with a basic emergency supply kit along with a family emergency plan. You want to make sure you have enough food and water uh, and some way to cook your food on hand uh, just in case you are without power for a few days, so you, you, your family can still eat, drink, and stay warm. Uh, those are the real important things. If you don't have power, uh, a lot of times you need to get those additional supplies on hand. Kavanaugh adds you should act now to winterize your home or business with some simple steps like insulating water pipes, caulking and weather stripping doors and windows, and ensuring fire extinguishers are ready for use. Pope County Sheriff's investigators continue to seek information on the whereabouts of 49-year-old Shannon Collins of Pottsville. Collins is a military veteran who was reported missing by his brother in late November of 2021. Collins was allegedly last seen by his wife on March 12th of last year, walking from his home in the Pottsville area. Investigators have been unable to confirm any sightings or contact with Collins after that date. If you've spoken to Collins in the time since March 12th or have any information as to his whereabouts, you're asked to call the Pope County Sheriff's Office at 479-968-0911.
Arkansas public school students who are considered a probable close contact to a COVID exposure are no longer required to quarantine as long as they are showing no symptoms of the virus. The change in guidance from the Arkansas Department of Health was issued Tuesday. During the governor's weekly COVID briefing, State Education Secretary Johnny Key stressed that students who have tested positive and those who are sick should stay home. But the decision on whether close contact asymptomatic students should quarantine is being left up to each individual school district. As knowledge and resources have evolved during the pandemic, the response to COVID-19 has been modified to balance educational and physical well-being in public schools. To that end, as the governor mentioned earlier, contact tracing and quarantines for students who are determined to be probable close contacts remain the best practice as mitigation strategies, but there is no directive for districts to do so. Isolation is still appropriate for individuals who test positive for COVID-19 or for those who are symptomatic. Secretary Key adds that the vaccine remains the best defense against the virus and that the Education Department will continue to work with schools to increase the percentage of students and staff who are vaccinated. Governor Asa Hutchinson emphasized the new guidance is designed to keep as many students in school as possible. They've had a challenge with this number of cases and many of them are asymptomatic, but the contact tracing has been such a burden on our schools, they can't keep up with them. And so we want to keep kids in school. And that's a practical remedy to help our staff, uh, to help the educators that are doing an extraordinary job. And uh, this is the best step forward at this time. The announcement came as the state's COVID numbers continued on their recent downward trend. The Arkansas Department of Health reported 4,367 new cases of the virus Tuesday, with a reduction of 5,913 in active cases. The state recorded 39 additional deaths Tuesday, as the hospitalization numbers were virtually unchanged from the previous day. Locally, 33 new cases were reported in Conway County, but the number of active cases declined by 63 for the day to 444. 13 new cases were reported in Perry County, with a reduction of 31 in the number of active cases, from 232 on Monday to 201 on Tuesday. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting that 10 students are currently positive for COVID-19, 47 students and two staff members are currently in quarantine. The district says only one that is quarantined is due to a probable school contact. The Mayflower School District may pivot to a four-day week in the next school year, Fox 16 reports District Superintendent Andy Chisholm says they're considering the move in order to make the district more competitive. Chisholm says the district, like many, has a shortage of teachers and a shorter work week may be more appealing to recruits. If approved, the school day would increase by 90 minutes a day with dismissal at 4 p.m. Now, the district has planned a public meeting on the issue for Thursday night at 6 at the Mayflower High School cafeteria. Of course, that depends on the weather. Moralton Rotary Club member Rob Harris was presented with a special recognition at Tuesday's meeting of the club. Tuesday marked the 50th anniversary of Harris's induction into the Moralton Club as he joined February 1, 1972. The presentation included special remarks by club president Doug Cahill about Harris's role within the club and his dedication to the community through his business, Harris Funeral Home. Harris was humbled by the presentation. But I really do appreciate this. I'm glad I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Harris's family has a long connection to Rotary. 
His late father, Bob Harris, was a member for over 50 years and served as club president in the late 1930s. And Rob's great-uncle was the Moralton Rotary Club president in the early 30s. Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer, also a member of the Moralton Rotary Club, declared Tuesday as Rob Harris Day in the city. Now 744. Let's check our markets. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, markets had another solid day to kick off February after finishing lower in January. After an initial surge, U.S. Treasury yields have stabilized, with the 10-year rate hovering just above 1.8%. Already tight supply and a possible conflict between Ukraine and Russia have driven up the price of oil to around $88 a barrel. On the international front, European and Asian shares were broadly higher following a strong day in the markets for the U.S. The Dow closed at 35,405, up 273 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,346, up 106 points. Volume was heavy as 1.1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $1.08 at $24.42. Bank of America was up $0.80 at $46.94. Centerpoint Energy was down $0.28 at $28.08. Deere & Company was up $1.48 at $377.88. Energy Corporation was down $1.76 at $110.01. Under Armour was up $0.20 at $16.19. Simmons Bank was up $0.03 at $28.63. Regions Financial was up $0.66 at $23.60. Southwestern Energy was up $0.20 at $4.60. Tyson Foods was up $0.17 cents at $91.06. Walmart was up $1.10 at $140.91. LiveRamp was down $0.05 cents at $44.60. Interpublic Group was up $0.66 cents at $36.20. NextEra Energy was down $0.89 cents at $77.23. Natural Gas was unchanged at $4.86. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $5.60 at $1,802. Silver was up $0.25 cents at $22.65. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Smooth Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Conway County District Court Clerk's Office is closed today as it's moving to a new office at 118 South Moose Street. Fines can still be paid online or by calling 877-591-8768. The office is scheduled to open at its new location tomorrow. The Plummerville Senior Center will not hold its scheduled monthly potluck luncheon today. The event will return March the 2nd. The Arkansas Blood Institute is holding a blood drive at our local hospital, CHI St. Vincent Moralton, today from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. All donors receive a t-shirt, one free entry to the Museum of Discovery, and a free buntlet coupon from Nothing Bunt Cakes. To schedule an appointment to donate, visit ARKBI.org. The town of Menifee will have a fourth public budget hearing Tonight at 5 at Menifee Town Hall, masks are required, temperature checks will be taken, and everyone is asked to observe six-foot social distancing. The Nemo Vista School District is scheduled to have elementary, middle school, and high school parent-teacher conferences tomorrow. Again, we are under a winter storm warning, so we'll find out if that continues. The Perry County Extension Service is offering a series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom. A class on post-harvest handling and food safety will be held Thursday night at 6. The cost is $10. Registration available online at farmandfoodsystem.uada.edu slash classes. 
The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons is scheduled to meet Thursday night at 7. And Riverview Baptist Christian School in Apollo will host a carry-out-only spaghetti supper Friday. The meal will be served from 4.30 till 7 from the school cafeteria and includes spaghetti, salad, bread, dessert, and a drink. The cost is a donation to the school. To place an order in advance, call 501-215-1752. Now 7.48. A little later on, we'll visit with Mary Clark from the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Ten minutes in front of 8 o'clock with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Senior Joseph Pinion scored 22 points and led a second-half rally as the Marlton Senior Boys basketball team knocked off Ozark 47-41 to on the road last night for their eighth win in a row. Senior Corey Mosley added 16 points for the Devil Dogs, including two on the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play. The game that helped Marlton put the game away in the fourth quarter. In the corner, Pinion is going to take it away. Numbers for the Devil Dogs behind the back to Mosley up off the glass. And one, make it and two. It's an intentional foul. With the win, the Devil Dogs are now 15-6 and six on the season, 8-1 and one in conference play, and are one win away from clinching the regular season 4-8-4 conference title. Marlton's girls moved a half game ahead of Pottsville atop the conference standings with a 52-37 win over the Lady Hillbillies behind 25 points from junior Cheyenne Kemp. Lady Devil Dogs led by just one point after the first quarter, but took control of the game by outscoring Ozark 19-4 in the second quarter. Sophomore John Brockman led the charge with 10 points in that quarter, including a three-point play for the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Kemp gets underneath to Brockman, challenging the big girl, and Brockman gets it to go. That ball hung up on the back part of the rim, bounced around a few times, finally fell through. Brockman drew the foul as well, so a chance at a three-point play. Brockman finished with 13 points and eight rebounds for the Lady Devlogs, who improved their record to 17-4 on the season, 7-1 in conference play at that win. And Marlton returns home to face Pottsville on Friday. In games will broadcast live on KVOM. Sever Hart lost three of the four games it played at Hector last night. Senior girls lost 73-57 to despite getting 15 points apiece from senior Halen Holzman and junior Emma Dold and 11 from senior Carly Cooper. The senior boys got 17 points from sophomore Mason Dold but lost 48-32. The junior girls got the lone win for Sever Hart 35-30 behind 21 points from Skylar Highfield. The junior boys lost 34-31. Rowdy Warren led the junior Knights with 12 points. Sacred Heart scheduled to play junior high games at St. Joseph and Conway on Thursday. Senior high teams back in action Friday night against Abundant Life. In a top five matchup in Class 1A, Wonderview fell to Westside Grish Ferry 77-47 in senior boys action last night in Grish Ferry. Senior Caleb Squire scored 16 points for the Daredevils. Junior Sam Reynolds had 15 and senior Dylan Gangloff had 10 for Wonderview. Loss is just the second all season for the Daredevils who beat the Eagles 72-66 earlier this season. Lady Daredevils got 14 points from sophomore Anna Ford and 12 from sophomore Riley Gottswiller, but lost 65-49 to 
fall to 21 and 8 on the season. Westside won the junior boys game 50 to 49 in overtime. Ethan Kelly scored 15 po uh, 25 points and lost for the junior Daredevils. Wonderview is scheduled to play junior high games at Perryville on Thursday. Senior high teams back in action next Tuesday against Kingston. In advance of the anticipated inclement weather, Marlton's 7th grade and junior high games against Little Rock Christian scheduled for tomorrow will be played tonight. Ninth grade teams will play begin play at 4 p.m., followed by 8th grade and then 7th grade. Boys teams will play at Devil Dog Arena. Girls teams play in Little Rock. University of Arkansas men's team goes for its 7th consecutive win tonight as Razorbacks go on the road to face Georgia. Tip-off set for 6 p.m. with live coverage on our sister station, 99.3 The Eagle. And look at... Weather here on this Wednesday, Groundhog Day. We have got humidity right now at 100%. Southeast winds at 7 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.84 inches. Low temperature this morning, 50 degrees. High yesterday was 64. A year ago today, the low was 25 with a high of 51. And it's about a, a really just a trace of rain here locally in the last 24 hours. Uh, about one one hundredth of an inch, four point seven six inches for the year at the KVM Studios. Sunset this evening, five forty. Sunrise tomorrow morning at seven oh nine. And forecast does call for uh, rain today, uh, mainly this morning. About sixty percent chance. And temperatures falling a bit. We've probably already reached our high temperature for the day, as temperatures will fall uh, to mid thirties by. Uh, late this afternoon and then continue to fall through the night as we'll have a uh, transition to a wintry mix uh, sometime late uh, tonight freezing rain and sleet expected for the most part in the overnight hours and a low around 25 degrees 100 percent chance of some uh, wintry mix and that'll continue through most of the day thursday as well and then at some point in transition to snow uh, most likely thursday afternoon high of only 28 degrees expected tomorrow and then load down to 20 for Thursday night. Still snow chances in there through Thursday evening, finally clearing in the overnight hours into Friday morning. But staying cold uh, Thursday night and then Friday, mostly sunny skies, and we'll get a little bit above freezing, 38 the expected high on Friday. Again, winter storm warning. It will be in effect for our area midnight tonight through midnight Thursday night. And again, uh, some ice accumulation expected uh, up to half inch possible actually in, in some areas. So uh, certainly something to be uh, concerned about and some travel issues expected uh, not only tomorrow but uh, extending into Friday morning as well. So again, we will continue to monitor that as that approaches. But again, transition to the wintry mix uh, expected tonight for our area. 7.56 now on KVOM, and we've got fog and mist in the area, 55 degrees in Moralton. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Yeah, the 759 on KVOM. I'm going on a close-up interview this morning by Mary Clark with UACCM. Good morning, Mary. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Thanks. All right. Good. It is good to have you in as we are, uh, I'm sure, the college is for sure, making plans for potential winter weather here yes, coming up. Yes, yes. So. Uh, we are, you know, while we're cautiously optimistic, we yeah. are making plans for um, to uh, develop a communications plan to announce, hopefully, this evening if we need to, that so that people will know, the students will know, the employees will know. Um, whether or not we'll be open tomorrow, but it is looking like we'll probably have a, a snow day. I hope it's a snow day and not an ice day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah ice is uh, what really causes the problem. So, yes. but that's what they're they're calling for. Unfortunately, is, yes. is the ice. So, uh, we'll we'll see uh, uh, again uh, tonight. Uh, I guess when that all comes in, if if it does. Uh, but there's of course a lot going on at the college mm-hmm. and um, gearing up for I guess fall nursing yes. programs and those. Are Pretty highly highly competitive programs, right? Yes, absolutely. We do have uh, many applicants. Of course, it's a, uh, a, a hugely in-demand field. Uh, there's a critical need for nurses, um, and our application period for the practical nursing program actually began, began yesterday, um, and we are uh, taking online applications for that. There is an exam called the PACS test that uh, students must take. A prospective students must take they uh, can uh, they can take the test before they apply but we give that test uh, Mondays through Thursdays um, and they can come by sign up for a day pay the the fee um, and the sooner the better on that because that class will begin in fall the fall mm-hmm. semester in August um, we take up to 48 students in that program in the practical nursing program um, and it is, as you mentioned, it's very competitive, um, but it's a great career field. People are guaranteed uh, their uh, choice of jobs, and it's a very rewarding career, of course. So, And then um, on March 1st, we'll begin the application period for the registered nursing, yeah. um, and that will run through the, um, um, I believe it's... Um, Gosh, I, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't recall. But it's for January, the um, January classes, and that was also that's going to be one that we also take 48. Um, and we are actually we've been a part of a program called RNET for a few years, mm-hmm. um, which is a consortium of eight colleges. Um, and we are actually going to start an independent program again, which we had previously. Um, that will give us um, the instructors, the director on campus. Um, the our our scores are uh, on the state board of nursing exam are typically mm-hmm. higher than some of the other colleges um, when the graduates go out and take that test. So mm-hmm. um, we'll be able to make more of our uh, own decisions. Uh, quicker um, and I think it's going to be a great great new change for the program but again it's it's one that people need to apply for quickly um, because it is we'll probably have over well over 100 applicants for it for 48 okay. spots all right so get on that uh, if you want to get into either practical nursing or or RN program yes. and coming up uh, very soon a special presentation a like history month presentation yes. which colleague always does good job with and uh, Dr. Carlin Kennedy this year. So yes, she has agreed to come speak um, on uh, Thursday, February 17th. It will be at noon in our student union. Um, and she is a very dynamic speaker. Um, of course, she is a long-term uh, educator. She was a school administrator for over 30 years, a, a civic leader, church leader, a community leader, of course, citizen of the year last year. Um, and we are very, very pleased to have her um, in uh, recognition of Black History Month. And the public is invited to attend. It's free. We'll be serving some light refreshments as well. So that is Thursday, uh, February 17th at noon in the Student Union. All right. Certainly looking forward 
uh, to that, and she will do a great job. I got to see her at the uh, Martin Luther King yes. uh, uh-huh. service that uh-huh. she spoke at and did a tremendous job. So that'll be a good presentation for sure. Uh, also have some, uh, I guess, community or public uh, events coming up. Opportunities for overseas travel, college does frequently, and uh, yes. got some of those scheduled again. Yes, some of our instructors um, have, for the past few years, led uh, international trips. Um, it's been very popular, um, not only with our students, our employees, but also with the public. Um, and they're going to be having a couple of information meetings um, on Thursday, February 10th um, at noon, and then also at 6 p.m. for people in the community that would like to come in the evening. And then also on Friday, February 11th at noon, and those will be in our university center upstairs in uh, room 216. Of course, we'll we'll have signage uh, for that. But anybody who is just wanting more information about these trips, we do have one. The first one is May uh, of this year, and that will be to Spain and Morocco. Um, And then we have one scheduled for May 2024, looking on out, um, and that will be going to South Africa. Um, And then in summer of 2025, um, they'll be going to Ireland, Scotland, and West. And the beauty of, of finding out now and signing up for those trips now is people can do payment plans. They can pay by the month. Mm-hmm. And for those long, those programs or those trips that are on out in the future, um, it makes it very affordable, mm-hmm. really. But mm-hmm. it's a great way to travel with a group, uh, feel more safe and secure about international travel, um, not worry about a thing, really, every day except mm-hmm. just be showing up to get on the tour bus at the at the time that they're supposed to. So, um, But they get to really see the world, the historic places that they've only read about or seen in movies and and we encourage people to get those information sessions but that information is also on our website if they can't make one of those meetings great opportunities there all right well mary how's uh, how's enrollment looking this semester it's so far so good we um actually um right now we were at 1648 uh, students last time that i looked yesterday um and last spring we ended up with 1612 1612 students so we are a little bit above um, fortunately um, we do have a little bit of cleanup to do on some of the, the um, you know just paperwork and things just to make sure financial aid things that um, but we are hoping for a slight increase um, that'd be great um, things are going well um, classes are still on on, on campus in person um, that our numbers are, are beginning to go down a little bit after there was a little bit of a surge at the beginning of the semester yep. and now they're flattening back out so we're, we're uh, really hoping that that continues that to those numbers to continue to decrease so. sure all right a lot of good stuff anything else for us this morning i'm um, just looking a little bit further into the future um we will on march 10th um jasmine wilson is going to be a guest speaker for mm-hmm. us and she will be uh, speaking in honor of women's history month mm-hmm. uh, so we'll have some information going out on that as well but that will again be um at noon in the student union on on march 10th so we'll be getting information about both of those speaking engagements out uh through press releases and on our website okay all right, looking forward to it. Mary Clark with UACCM. Thank you so much. Thank you. It is 8.06 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.